Unsurprisingly, the Nerd and Tie podcast is a part of the Nerd and Tie podcast network. For more podcasts from actual play to true crime to witchcraft, go to nerdandtie.com or join our Discord by going to nerdandtie.com slash Discord. Did you know that you could sponsor Nerd and Tie? That's right, for just $20 right here, we'd say your name. We'd say something nice about you. We'd probably give you a high five, except it's not safe to do that during the pandemic. So just like, we'd think about giving you a high five. And that, that'll have to be enough. Just go to nerdandtie.com, click on the sponsor button on the website. Or if you want to support our legal fund, go to gofundme.com slash nerdandtie. On this episode of Nerd and Tie, please don't go to cons right now. The reprise. Gina Carano finally fired by Disney. Joss Whedon is a turd. We live in a society. WandaVision. The Vomit Have Steve Challenge. And more on Everything is Terrible, the podcast. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Gen Proc. With me, as always, are the amazing Nikazumi. Those last two didn't sound terrible. Ah. And the wonderful Trey Dorn. I, I, I continue to exist in ways that defy the laws of nature. And physics. Sure. So yeah, it's <laughs> us. Again. Oh. Hello. This is... <laughs> oh man it's just You're ready for it every month an episode every month right now it's it's such a different world than when this podcast started it's just like, yeah who really thought a, a podcast talking about convention news would have a hard time when there's no convention i mean we've we've always done pop culture but then we leaned really we took a like a lean hard into our convention news section to make it yeah. more important and uh because well, people liked that right because we we do that really well um yeah. unfortunately uh there's a pandemic yeah so it's still going so we're falling back on our old strengths also known as the the rest of what we can do yeah yep. yeah oh boy but tangentially <laughs> Please don't go to cons right now. Oh my don't god, go right? Cons. Oh my Still, god. There are so again. many There are so many that haven't canceled yet and I don't understand. I don't understand. Like well, I understand, but I understand. Please. Look, if Please there's yeah, Well, look, it's the only people running conventions right now are either the stupid or the greedy. And I'm betting most of them are in that latter category and a, quite a few are in both. Um, look, it's not just one guy out there. If it was, like, it would be like, yeah, that guy's bad. No, it's, there's more than one con runner out there running shows. And, like, I'm seeing dates that are still on the calendar in April, and I'm just, there's, no, it's not going to be safe. It's not going to be safe. Wow. We're not going to name giving a, yeah. too much optimism. <laughs> To our infrastructure. Yeah, there's... Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's just they can only produce the vaccine so fast. Yeah. It's, and, like... Oh. And and here's the thing. The majority of Congoers are not on the, like, the high-priority list of people to get that first. 
Yeah. So, speaking as someone who works in the insurance industry, can confirm Same. the vast majority. Yeah. The vast majority of people going to cons are not on the high priority list for, yeah. for anyone. Uh, not even talking about vaccinations. Uh, the world's terrible. Anyways, uh, yeah, no, so, like, we're not going to name a single convention that is taking place because uh, it, it's a blanket statement. All of them should not mm. be happening. There are no. none of them that should happen. If you see a convention happening, it should not be happening. And Tell you them should to not fuck go. off. If you are thinking about going, don't. Don't, yeah. Stay home. We know it's been a long time. We know you miss them. We mm. miss them, too. And I know virtual conventions kind of don't scratch the itch for a lot of us. Like, yeah, they're a wonderful thing. That, like a lot of cons, like I, I, I think that it's great that they're putting them on, but I, I just have no desire to go do them. So that's why I haven't done any of them. And yeah. it's like this yeah. is the first Personal time. Choice. This is the first time it's been more than a year between going to cons since I started going to cons, and I've been going to conventions since middle school, and I am forty. Okay. Um, it is like it is a complete disruption to my normal life to not have conventions to go to. But you know it would be a more of a disruption to my life? Dying. So yep. um Yeah. You can't go to conventions if you're dead. I mean you can, you just won't enjoy it's them. Strongly we can, it's strongly discouraged to bring your someone's corpse to a convention. Um and no, I won't well, sprinkle I your ashes joke, in the but dealer But it might room. be the name of a natural convention. No, it's there's <laughs> there's a good chance whatever joke name you're going to come up with is probably the name of a real convention. Yeah, yeah. So I won't even. I'll tell you guys after. <laughs> and if you want to know, join the Discord, and you could ask me about it in the Discord. And you can find an invite for our Discord at nerdandtie.com/discord. Well played. <laughs> Thank you. I say that so often. Like it's just like there's this like natural like way of saying that. Like I, I have to do the dramatic pause before I say Discord. Like in, mm-hmm. it's because okay. So fun fact. Like for like Stormwood and Associates. Like so the other podcast on the network where you hear me do the intro. Like at the beginning, like Stormwood and Associates and uh, BS for Witchcraft. I, I just record that once, and it's like at the beginning of the episode. For this show, we mix it live. So I literally I. Say that's why it's not on the beginning of last month's episode because I forgot to say the the <laughs> Nerd and Tie Network tag. I literally just say it at the beginning of the episode, which so. is why it's really impressive when it comes to the Vomit Hat Steve challenge, and why yeah. when you see us in live shows, <laughs> when he <laughs> rambles off the list, you'll often see Nick and I just like waving ourselves back and forth <laughs> as he does. And just like this one, that one, this one, that one. Here he goes. It's illegal. You develop when you have to repeat the same words over and over and over again. You develop a pattern, like a pattern to it. Oh yeah, it's got a rhythm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. all words have a rhythm. Um, You just have to find them. And so yeah, I say the exact same words in the same order at the beginning of the episode every time you've heard that tag, the network tag at the beginning, Um, as opposed again to Stormwood or the Meat Grinder. Uh, or uh, the Meat Grinder, Stormwood, uh, BS for Witchcraft, or the other shows where I do the opening tag. Yeah. Mm. We make a lot of podcasts. We don't. There's no opening tag on on this day with Trey because that would be like half the length of those episodes because they're like a minute and a half episodes. <laughs> <laughs> How dumb would it be if I went back and added the tag to all those? 
<laughs> Dumb or brilliant? Time-consuming. Tedious. Ooh. Yeah, very tedious. It was very tedious uh-huh. producing 366 episodes. <laughs> Damn show. Oh, man. Anyways, don't go to cons. Anyways. Don't, don't go to cons. Don't, don't, don't be do stupid. it. Don't be we stupid. Value Stay home, stay indoors, wear a mask when you go out to venture into the grocery store and get your freaking pizza rolls, and then just just stay home. Turn on Tubi and finally take my advice and watch Dan Versus. I just found it's out on there. I just found out that all of Columbo is for free on Peacock. There, yeah, see? I'm yeah, I'm really excited. I haven't watched Columbo since I was a kid. I just really like Dan Versus, and I want more people to see it. The great thing about Columbo is that it's a how did it, not a who done it. Or who done done it? No, no, because so 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 most most murder most mystery shows are who done it's right. Like you don't know who the thing is. But um, there is the much less common but still valid mystery: the 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 how did it's where you know who the murderer is at the beginning of the story. In Columbo, you see the crime, and you see the murderer. Oh, and then yeah. And then you follow, and, and then it's the, the watching the, like the, the, the murderer's face as Columbo figures it out. And like, as, you know, it's, so it's, it's, it's the inverse mystery where the, the point is watching the detective figure out what you already know. Mm-hmm. And those are how did it's instead of whodunits. Fun. It's admittedly a phrase I only learned today watching a Pushing Up Roses video on Columbo. But oh that's gosh. what caused me to go Google and find out if Columbo is streaming anywhere, and it is on Peacock on the free tier. So I'm going to watch a whole bunch. So so what you want to do is stay home, watch Columbo for free, Yep. Um, and don't go to conventions. Yep. Man, just don't, don't, don't do the stupid thing. Please. Don't do the stupid thing. Come on. Guys. We're asking nicely. We, yeah, it's, uh, 500,000 people have died. No cosplay. That's like, no, that's no like North Dakota. Vendor, no event is worth, you know, having permanent lung damage for. Imagine if everybody in North Dakota died. That's the right. God, that's depressing. I think that's the population of North Dakota. 500,000? Oh, no, I'm sorry. They're the North Dakota is up to 762,000. So just most of North Dakota. It's like if Wyoming had died. There you go. There we go. Jesus. They get two senators? <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. We should keep moving on the depression train. Oh. So, speaking of streaming services, I guess 
because yeah. we brought up Peacock and uh, Disney Plus exists, and uh, they finally fired Gina Carano. Yay! Yay! Oh. I mean, boo that she turned out to be a horrible person. Yeah. And boo that she kept her job for as long as she did. Right, frankly. right. It's. I feel like someone needed to pull up that the community image of Britta. You know, we can excuse the transphobia, but we draw the line at anti-Semitism. I mean, the anti-Semitism's bad. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's good that she got fired say, after saying that. It's just bad that she didn't get fired after saying all the earlier shit. And really, from what the inside thing is, is that the reason she got fired is because Disney told her to cut that shit out. After the like the blowback of her earlier controversial tweets, Dis- the the rumor is that Disney like explicitly told her, "You keep doing this, you do this again, you're fired." Mm-hmm. And and but then you have the added like side effect of it's it is the American conservative persecution complex. Well, it's let me it, say, no one's been persecuted for being conservative ever, because you uh, know no, what? I I yeah. know you you cut me off. Oh, sorry. I, could, like, I know, but I'm very angry. <laughs> but but yeah, this is the, this is the American conservative persecution complex. This is that mindset of of even when you have when up until literally a month ago, you have complete control of the Senate, the uh, the Supreme Court, and the executive branch. Somehow you are the weak ones who are being picked on by everybody. It's and and that's really what it boils down to. She is a she's just been a she's continued to be a god awful person with terrible opinions, yeah. and then brings up the oh, but I'm a conservative. I'm being repressed instead of actually talking about the awful things that yeah. she said. Well, and and let's be clear, no one's ever been oppressed in this country for being a conservative because no one's like if you go out and say i want lower taxes people don't jump on you right so it's when they say that conservatives are being you know censored or repressed what they mean like that if you see someone getting in trouble for being anti-semitic or racist or homophobic or transphobic you can't it's it that's not conservatism that's just bigotry and mm-hmm. if you bind your politics, to, if you claim that that's you're fi- ah brah. So yeah, I'm glad she got fired. Yeah, that's good. Um, everything is terrible. Um, so I want to now she can go make shitty movies with Ben Shapiro, that will be straight to video, because yeah. the wire is getting into um <laughs> films. They did, uh, they released the, the Wire, um, the Daily Wire, is that what is that the name of the guy? Daily Wire. Daily Wire, Daily Wire. Um, so the Daily Wire is trying to get into, like, original content creation. So far, all they've done is they released uh, Run, Hide, Fight, which they didn't make. Um, they didn't make the film. It's just uh, they bought the film because it got can't like it lost. They lost their American distributors. Um, Run, hide, fight is a terrible movie. Uh, 
that is set in a uh it's effectively set during a school shooting. It's it's die hard in a school shooting. It's die hard Gross. in a school shooting. Um Gross. Yeah, it's 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 really not great. The only ironic thing about the movie and this is a beautiful thing, it's an irony that they're not aware of. Uh I mean it 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 glorifies the good guy with the gun, so I see why the, the, the Daily Wire viewers are on board with it. But the school shooters themselves are, like, so portrayed as, like, the main guy is pretty much portrayed as, like, what a Daily Wire subscriber is like as the bad guy. So, uh, that's, uh, but it's, it's, it's shitty. Uh, it's a shitty movie, but they didn't make it themselves. So, like, it, it, even though, like, that movie looks really polished. And has you know actors like Thomas Jane in it. They like Tom when Thomas Jane was in a movie, he wasn't like making it for the the Daily Wire. He just was in a movie being made for you know a regular distributor. Um, and then uh, I wanna yeah. oh sorry continue. Sorry. No, but what I'm saying is that the the movies she's gonna end up in though are gonna be like so terrible they're gonna be at best at the quality of a sci-fi channel original movie yeah really worse i want to add one other thing that i think is really important right now um and i'm i'm bouncing a little bit off of some other conversations i've had and some youtube videos i've seen but i want to point this out anytime anytime someone brings up cancel culture that is someone trying to not engage with you in a in an intellectually honest manner and i hate and i'm sorry but like in my experience the vast vast majority of times when people say cancel culture what they're actually trying to do is avoid talking about the hurtful thing that was said yep they yeah. don't actually want to engage with it they're not cuz keep in mind no one is actually when as soon as Gina Carano turned it into this is about cancel culture. This is about me being a conservative. No. It was a way for her to not talk about. I said things that are anti-Semitic. I hate trans people. Yeah. And yeah. now I'm going to go work with the richest, most influential transphobe in the United States. Yeah. Well, and yeah, and and her defenders will point out that Ben Shapiro is Jewish, and therefore uh, him not being offended must speak for all Jewish people, which is of course, yes, bullshit, which um, is yeah. fallacious to say the least. Yeah, no, it's uh, Ben Shapiro can go suck a lemon, and Ben Shapiro is to fascist what Ernst Röhm was to the uh, to the original German Nazi movement in that. Ernst Röhm, for those who don't know, was a very famous German general who was known by some as the Machine Gun King. He was very influential in getting the initial Nazi movement going, but he was also openly gay. So as soon as they were in power, he was one of the first people they killed. I guarantee you that if the people Ben Shapiro wanted to get their way got their way, he would be among the people they killed after Milo Yiannopoulos, of course. Yeah, well, you know, it's... Wow, I that was yeah, a little dark. That went I'm really sorry. dark, guys. That went yeah. really dark. Um, wow. so it's, it's Should great I to... be sorry though? Should I, I be sorry? Well, I mean, was... no, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Yeah, but, but, I... uh, but the, so, but also, let's point out this is not a freedom of speech issue. 
Um, no. This is a consequence of her own action. Her speech didn't get censored. She lost her job because if your boss says, don't shit on the carpet, and you shit on the carpet, it's not freedom of expression that got you fired. No. It's because you shit on the carpet. It's probably also worth mentioning, I'm like... Most TV show actors are working on a, you know, season-by-season contract basis. And so, like, Disney was never entitled to renew her contract. Of course not. They never were. They, like, it it is absolutely ridiculous to me that for a season that hasn't even been made yet, there are people saying, oh, it's unfair. No, it's not. She didn't even have a contract renewed yet. You can't. (laughs) Like... Yeah, I wonder the if they got the right. Go. I wonder if they got the rights to her image the way they did so many of the Star Wars actors. I know Hasbro says they have no intention of making more uh, Cara Dune. No, I was just saying because they could like deep fake her face onto a stunt double and then have her get killed. <laughs> well, you know, because we <laughs> had the nice. we had the Luke Skywalker. Oh my God, that's a spoiler. I mean, it's it's okay. Everyone spoiled Sorry. that for me already. Uh, but everyone spoiled that for me already. I'm still enjoying the hell out of the show. Oh, to yeah. be fair, but like, so they could just deep fake her face onto a stunt double and have her like get shot or sucked into space or fall on the dark saber. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like if deep fakes existed I, I like in the, the age uh, of Colin of... Baker, Sylvester McCoy wouldn't have had to put that wig on. Uh... All I'm saying is that we th- what would be just as valid would be to pull a community and have her die hilariously off screen. I'm just. <laughs> I think that's a different tone. <laughs> I can't believe it, IG. She got space dysentery. Just pooped to death. <laughs> it was legendary. <laughs> Well, speaking of poop. <laughs> Joss Whedon's a turd. Joss Whedon's a turd. I, 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 I literally on, put it in the dude. run. It, it's, it's in the rundown that way. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> it is. So Ray Fisher obviously made allegations about Joss Whedon's performance on the set of the Justice League. But uh, a lot more people have come forward, including Charisma Carpenter um, of Buffy and Angel. Uh, who pretty much, like, detailed so much abuse that uh, happened on the set and it has been corroborated by other Buffy cast members. Um, you know, here's the thing about Joss Whedon. It, like, when the stuff came out about him cheating on his wife, like, I was like, oh, well, that sounds like a guy I don't want to hang out with, but it didn't, like, ruin any of his work for me, right? Mm-hmm. But this is like, oh, he's a fucking tyrant who should not ever work again. Completely agree. And it, it like, I, it complicates how I feel about so many of these shows that, that I, because Buffy, Angel, and Firefly, I love all of those shows. You know? Dr. Horrible is, I've I've been conflicted about for a very... For a very long time now, but now I'm conflicted in different ways. I can still like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because most of it was written by his brother and sister in law. Uh, but wow. Yeah. Find it. So I do want to point out 
Um, and I do think it's legitimately awful that, like, um, Ray Fisher and, to a lesser extent, uh, James Marster Spike had also had some pretty nasty stories about Joss Whedon before yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I think just it's, to... it's awful that people weren't didn't get this upset earlier, I guess. I just don't tend to bring up James Marsters because of the, the creepy stuff about him and um, Michelle Trachtenberg. So, uh, oh, okay. No, that's fair. That's... He, was, he was a little creepy. He's a bit of a creep. Wrote a song. He's performed it at cons. Oh, dear. Don't look it up. I mean, uh, what he did, what Joss Whedon did to James Forsters is bad. Like it's, mm-hmm. it, it, but you know, that's what a, he did to Ray Fisher was really bad. Yes, too, yes, absolutely. Like, it's my, 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 my point is that like I have complicated feelings about defending James Forsters. I have no complicated okay. feelings defending Ray Fisher. You know what I mean? It's like, no, that's fair. I'm just it's it's a like I'm a big. I was a big fan of um, I, I was a big fan of Cordelia, the character. Oh yeah, in no. Buffy. And I feel for Charisma Carpenter. I think it's awful what she went through. Oh, I just also think it's in, it's really crappy in general that it feels like a lot of what Ray Fisher had to share was fell on deaf ears for a lot of people. And I oh no, think that that's really it's. And I'm glad she stood up and also said something. Um, mm-hmm. Well, you know, because Joss Whedon recently left his show that I think it was on HBO that hasn't, I don't think it's come out yet. Um, the Nevers, is that it? Um, that sounds right. I haven't been. Yeah. So yet. Joss Whedon created oh. a show for HBO called The Nevers. Um, but he's, he made, they made the first season and before it premiered, he quit. Oh. Because and and the theory is is that um yeah because it hasn't come out yet. it it premieres in April um oh he's okay. left the show and will no longer be the showrunner for season two but he made the first season and it's the reason why that people think he left because he left back in November um oh, after the Ray Fisher but the Ray Fisher stuff had started to come out and um. Because, like, and, and while there are no complaints of reports of inappropriate behavior while working on the Nevers, according to the network, um, most people think that he left because he knew he was going to be, um, he was going to uh, be asked about stuff during press tours when it finally came out. Yup. Yup. So, uh, that tracks. Uh, British writer Philippa Goslett, she's been named as the new showrunner the show taking over but that first season is going to premiere full of joss whedon's work and like i will probably watch it um just because i don't know i feel like there's less guilt knowing that it's not going to aid to his success and career that's that's fair i the the issue of, you know, finding out that an artist that you love is an abusive piece of garbage is... Yeah, it's so hard. Yeah. It's... I, well, you guys all know, I've been dealing... I'm still not what? sure how to cope with uh, finding out my favorite manga yeah, writer, illustrator, is a yeah. pedophile. Yeah. Like, 
I haven't gotten over that yet. Well, you know, my, my feelings towards this are going to be the same feelings as the way that I'm dealing with the fact that I was Norse and Scott Card fan for my whole life. Ender's Game is a very important book to me growing up, as it was. It's, you know, it's not an uncommon thing to hear geeks say that Ender's Game was an important book to them, queer geeks especially, and then Orson Scott Card has turned out to be a homophobic, transphobic piece of shit. Um, but I have, like, a shelf full of his books that were purchased before Oof. finding that out. And I've read so many novels of his that are so important and, like, they're still so good that, like, I, I'm going to have to look at Firefly the same way that I look at Ender's Game. Yeah, you, it's that it's sucks. so hard that you are sometimes forced to separate the art from the artist, and it's just yeah. And it really depends on how you do that. Like loving a thing, loving a thing that you already paid for and like that meant a lot to you when you were younger is very different from continuing to support that person as yeah. they become worse and worse and worse. Yes. Like, it's one thing to love Harry Potter, it's another thing to keep giving money to J.K. Rowling. Right, that's the thing. Is yes. It's like, I own all of Buffy on DVD. You know, like, I have the whole series. So I can watch Buffy whenever I want without giving a dime to Joss Whedon. Also, frankly, I don't think he gets... He probably gets royalties, but... He doesn't own the rights to Buffy or Firefly or most of the stuff he made for hire. Um, but, like, I can watch Buffy without worrying about it. It's, what's really awkward is my, my wife is like, what am I going to do with my Joss Whedon is my master now shirt? Because <laughs> it's that one that's in the Star Wars font. Yeah. Uh, a very, very mid-2000s piece of geekdom. Uh, yeah, for what it's worth, Pat Rothfuss, the author, that was like his professional picture for a while, was wearing that shirt. If it yeah. makes you feel any better. Well, right. It's, you know. It... <sighs> Doesn't make me feel better when no. I tried. Nope. <sighs> Speaking of turds and Joss Whedon. <laughs> hey, yo. Um, so. It's just on our rundown as we live in a society. Um, in all caps. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> obviously, uh, a new new uh, trailer has come out for uh, the Snyder Cut. Um, here, let me play an audio sample. You know, we're living in a society. No, I'm sorry. That's the wrong one. <laughs> Let me, uh... <laughs> Try it again, Trey. No, you're fine. We live in a society where honor is a distant memory. There we go. <laughs> you, you know, my, my problem with Zack Snyder continues to be that I legitimately cannot tell if he understands that that's a joke or if he actually thinks that that's cool. Like, right? I, you can't tell. You can't tell because no. it's a meme. It it was it, Joker's never said that. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, never it, been it, a it joke. A, like <laughs> it was a meme making fun of the 2019 Joker movie. So 
he also kind of undercut the whole "this is the movie I always intended to make." Well, was it thing. was it the that the that predates the movie Joker? Oh, does it? Oh, okay, I. That's where yeah. The, let me let the, me check. I know your meme like here. The... Um. Oh, good. Know your like... meme wants me to whitelist it, so they can have twenty autoplay ads on here. Yeah, let me see the the origin April twenty fifteen. Okay, then I I stand corrected on that one, but I'm still I still you don't know is he is he in on the joke or does he actually think that's cool? Zack Snyder okay. has the brain of a thirteen year old boy, so you you can't tell. Yeah, it's okay. So 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 here's the the full the Joker meme history is it started with um in April twenty fifteen an image macro of the Joker, uh like. Like when the the nice guy stuff started, and then it kind of evolved over the mm. years, and then 2017, um, it was like the more stuff was done with like the Jared Leto Suicide Squad Joker, um, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, 2017 is uh, t- t- yeah, 2017, 28. Oh God, when did the actual like quote? <clears throat> God, there's so many. Yeah, because what it is is that in 2018, um, yeah, so it pre it predated. Um, like I can't find the exact quote of when we live in a society, but in September 2018, there was a change.org petition where they tried to make Joaquin Phoenix say, "We live in a society" in the new Joker film. <laughs> oh my God. <clears throat> yeah, it's. So so this is like Yeah. It Oh my god. Like so so the fact that like the, the, that's the question though. It's like this is a meme. It's a meme that like has now been made flesh. And it's uh like I, I got to say so um <clears throat> it's it's weird for me accepting that Joss Whedon, who is a, I've always considered a very good storyteller, is a terrible person. And Zack Snyder, who is a terrible storyteller. I mean, I'm sorry, the the man is a talentless hack. Right. And I, I'm sick of people trying to, I, I'm, I'm going to continue to stand by that. Do I think that it's pretty cool that he's at least claiming that he didn't t- make, uh, um, that he uh, took a pay cut or didn't ta- make any money off this director's cut so that he could retain more creative freedom. Yeah, that's artistically very cool. It doesn't change the fact that he's a terrible filmmaker and that film bros have to stop well, pretending that he's anything better than a more pretentious Michael Bay. He, he He's very good visually, I will say that. Um, he doesn't So know is how to Michael make... Bay, but Michael Bay doesn't well, pretend no, he's No, but talented. actually, I think he's better visually than Michael Bay because Michael Bay while he's really good at creating intense scenes, never slows down from it, so there's never a break, so the notable scenes don't feel notable anymore. Snyder can't string together a storyline, a plot, or character motivations to save his life, but I will say that, like, he knows when to use the striking image and then to not always use the striking image. 
Okay, no, that's fair. So it's that's that's, fair. that's just a visual storytelling difference. So so here's here's the thing is that I'm actually afraid I'm gonna probably like the Snyder cut more than the theatrical cut because the more I'm reading about this, one of the big things that they that was cut out of the theatrical cut that I've seen Snyder wanted in there was a bunch of cyborg stuff. And the biggest complaint I had about Justice League is that I felt like the story felt like it was hanging on Cyborg, but then he felt so unimportant in the la- in the latter half of the film. Like I mean, the storyline just brushed right by him when it felt like like it this this story was set up to hang the weight on Cyborg, but we're not getting him. So if if those are the scenes that were missing, it could end up being better. No, I, I I think you're onto something there. I think that's a really that is a way more uh, fair and generous reading than I feel like I'm oh, inclined to get. I didn't say like, this is going to be good. I didn't say it was going to be a good movie. I just said I'd like it more. <laughs> I mean, it, it, we are in that weird situation of uh, how likely is it that adding uh, two hours runtime and more characters will make a movie better? Like that's. <clears throat> I know it's well what's really so, interesting is that um so this is uh Snyder um in an interview uh said recently that uh the the what H what what HBO Max with Wonder Brothers wanted to do was release the four hour rough cut that Snyder had on his computer with no special effects and just put that out there like oh you're demanding the Snyder cut okay we'll give you the Snyder cut and then just put out this four-hour rough cut with no special effects, no polish, and to like, Snyder is like, you know, like Snyder is of the opinion they wanted to do it to shut people up and say, no, this isn't better than what you got. And then Snyder was like, I would rather hold up. Like he ref- he refused to give Warner Brothers that edit because he was like, I I would rather the Snyder cut be this annoying myth that becomes this like legend thing rather than put that out and have my name on it yeah it, it's funny seeing like his fanboys are like this is see he he called wb out for trying to screw him over it's like well no probably he, not he was no. just like this doesn't he he was like this looks terrible i don't want my name on that <laughs> i'd re- you know it's better as a legend for my own personal professional reputation Exactly. And that's the thing is like, it is not, if it like, uh, putting, adding those special effects in is not going to make it like magically make it into a really good movie. Like if the rough cut is unwatchable, adding special effects, isn't the magic salve that's going to turn it around somehow. Well, of course not, but that's why they spent millions of dollars on reshoots millions of dollars on reshoots and they weren't even like most of it wasn't actual reshoots it was just redoing stuff that was finished product already like the fact that they redesigned steppenwolf or uh, like i i'm sorry like i'm like i really feel bad for ray fisher though because he got abused by joss whedon and i i understand Zack snyder treated treats him better and i'm all for that but it sucks that Cyborg now looks like the cover of a 90s video card that you could pick up at, you know, uh, at the computer store. Because that's, 
Well, it's That's just all I'm I hate the fact that they went CGI because like Cyborg in good... Doom Patrol looks great. Uh-huh. And that's done on and such a small budget. It's it's the wonder of Tokusatsu. It's the willingness to suspend your disbelief for well, But I don't even some... I don't even think it looks bad. Like it doesn't even like suspend I mean, honestly, like they have the advantage of most of the time he's wearing a tracksuit over oh, that's himself. I I love uh I love uh Ho- Jovian Hobian Jovian I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. Yeah. Uh anyway, uh Jovian Wade's performance as Cyborg is excellent. I don't think the costume looks good. Oh, but I, I disagree. Think it pulls it off well. You know what it is? I think it looks like Cyborg from the comics. I think the headpiece I think the headpiece which is the most important part actually looks good. Oh, I think he looks like Cyborg from the comics. I just think it looks cheap. I <laughs> see. I disagree. I I think it. Oh man, I'm gonna fight you on that one. I I I think I think it definitely looks better than what they did to Ray Fisher. Oh, it it absolutely looks better than what they did to Ray Fisher. Like I think Ray Fisher looks a thousand percent worse, like in yeah. every conceivable way. <clears throat> yeah, it's. <sighs> It's not great. <laughs> it it's just I don't know. It's depressing to me that again I I'm not going to try to pretend Zack Snyder is like a tale is a talented filmmaker. I still feel that he's a god awful storyteller. Um, I'm I'm continuously rolling my eyes at his fans and how they try to. Like, and like seeing this weird group of people being like, we were never toxic. See, we're getting everything we want. And I think that's the worst part of this, because I like when directors actually get to tell their story. I think that's good. I still think this is going to be a god awful movie. And I think a lot of people at AT AT&T are going to feel really bad when they realize that those millions of dollars they put into this, they're not going to ever see again. Like, they're not getting that back. I, I don't think there's a big enough of uh, a group of people that is going to increase HBO Max. Well, you know what the thing is though, it's they're releasing it in the middle of the year where all their first run movies at Warner Brothers are going to HBO Max also. So I don't think they'd like I don't think financially it'll make a huge difference. Yeah, that's fair. It or not. Um, cuz like I would never sign up for HBO Max to watch the Snyder cut. But I signed up for HBO Max originally to watch Wonder Woman 1984, and then I stayed for Doom Patrol and, like, you know, the other stuff on there that I've been watching. Like, it's, you know, and frankly, it's just nice to have HBO again. That's <laughs> fair. I canceled Stars. It's none of the shows I watch on Stars are updating right now anyway, so I figured I'd sacrifice my Stars subscription for Hibbo. It's, you know... Uh-huh. But speaking of um, things on streaming featuring superheroes that are too long to be a movie. Yes. <laughs> Except this one's actually good. Yay. 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 Of course we're There's talking about a resurrected about guy in a cape. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yes, we just wanted to touch on WandaVision and how wonderful that is. 
we will be spoiler uh, free. I'm just putting it out yes, there because yes. While we know uh, most of you who listen to this are watching it, we know not all of you who listen to it are watching it. And the mm-hmm. one thing I have to say is, if you haven't watched it yet, please go watch it. It's so yes. good. super worth your time. It actually understands how to be a television show. Yes. And by that, I mean it's not a long movie that got cut into eight chunks. Which yeah. It I feel does like really well with um, <laughs> giving you questions each episode and then answering some of them the next episode and then giving you more questions. It, it hooks well, you really well on like all the different like this mystery aspects. This solves for me what the biggest problem with the MCU was. Mm. Um, the MCU for the longest time, like I've don't don't be wrong, I've loved the Marvel movies, but it always felt like you were getting the event, like at like the with the original set of movies, like with the origin stories, it really felt like the beginning of comics. It was good, but yeah. what's what's been happening for quite some time is that most of the movies feel like event comics, not the like regular issues. You know what I mean? Like. Not the day-to-day adventures of the heroes, right? The- mm-hmm. And and so what this is letting letting us do is that so yes, there is there a bigger arc happening and a larger story, absolutely. But you're also getting to have those wonderful character moments that you get when you read a monthly comic. Mm-hmm. See, and and that kind of plays into why I'm preferring this format, um, because you just get more time they get more time yeah. to explain the story whereas in the movies especially with a lot of the later ones like they have to fit so much like explanation mm-hmm. into like such a small time frame oh, that yeah. would be much better suited over a format like this it's just yeah i yeah it's, and it's, i know uh, it's yeah i'm sorry Oh, no, I was going to say, I know it's going to be in a very different style, but it, it's actually that reason, the whole feeling like a weekly comic thing that has me feeling better about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Because yeah. real talk, when I was in college, the thing I really wanted was a big budget Captain America TV show. And uh, th- this is basically exactly what I wanted. Like, if that if that's what they're going for for Winter oh, yeah. Soldier as well. Or, we're going yeah, Fal- to get all of the other Captain Americas because <laughs> we got, you know, obviously Falcon Winter Soldier, but they're doing U.S. Agent. They're... My, one of my least favorite characters. I can't wait to see it, to see them do it, though. Cause, I mean, we, we, yeah. already got, we already got Nuke and Jessica Jones, so... Um, although... Disney just got the rights back to the Jessica Jones characters. Um, but uh, it's, and the Punisher. Um, like, it's, I, I, I'm i really excited. That's going to be way more conventional, like, <laughs> superhero storytelling, I suspect. Yeah. But I, I, I'm not, yeah, I, I've got no problem with that. It's probably not going to be as mind-bendingly <laughs> awesome as what's going on with WandaVision. Because yeah. that's... But I think I think it's I think it's pretty genius the way that that you know Disney is making the has been making the right play this whole time with Disney Plus of doing their shows weekly. Mm-hmm. God yes, yeah. Because their shows have become so much more culturally relevant, and they can only put out so many at a time. You know, it's they they only put out a handful of original programming at any given time, and most of us are only paying attention to literally one show at a time. It's 
it's the same reason why CBS All Access just keeps trying to put out a Star Trek series. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, right now they're they they're in a break from any Star Trek on CBS All Access because of uh, the pandemic slowed down production. But once their shows are back in production and once they start releasing, it's pretty much a Oh, the season ended on one Star Trek show. Now we'll start the season on the next Star Trek show. The there's going to be a week off between WandaVision and uh Falcon and Winter Soldier, but it's going to be there's going to be one week off and then it's going to be here's the next show. And WandaVision yep. only had a short break between its starting and the end of The Mandalorian. So mm-hmm. we're all like Disney's plan is that we're all going to keep our whatever $7 subscription fee, whatever it is for Disney plus. Mm-hmm. Um, especially since it's one of the cheaper streaming services that I pay for. I, it brings so I was about to say it, it, it's made my Hulu subscription $12 instead of $8. Oh no. Like shrug. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. I, during my, my Hulu subscription is more expensive than that, but, uh, that's because I upgraded to the no commercials plan and uh, because of the election. <laughs> I just couldn't mm-hmm. watch the ads anymore. It was just <laughs> ruining my night every night. Uh, well, that's fair. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, because I'm 40, so certain ads target me. Uh, it's bad. Um, and then, uh, like, and then obviously I, I do my HBO Max through Hulu. Because uh, even though I still have to use the Max app for the HBO Max original content, um, I can use the Hulu app for all of the actual um, regular HBO stuff. And um, just the the HBO Max app just sucks. Like, it's just not a good interface. So the problem with Roku is is that every app gets to design their own interface. Um, and that means that sometimes they're great. Netflix and Hulu have great interfaces on Roku's. Uh, sometimes they're mediocre. Amazon Prime's is just sort of okay, but it works. And then sometimes they're HBO Max, where just try to rewind or fast forward. Like, try to rewind. Like, you accidentally spoke to your wife over a line in a scene, and you need to go back and rewind. Just try. Just, just do it. Yeah, it's a big, it's stupid. And there was the week that the app kept crashing every time I tried to open it, and so I just had to hit the button fast enough to actually get WandaVision open. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, it was, like, so, uh, it's, it, oh, that was Disney Plus that was crashing. I'm so tired. HBO it's Max okay. is, Disney Plus is okay, is in the okay category. HBO mm-hmm. Max is in a, I hate this player so much. Like, it's just, it. <clears throat> I'm if I'm just hitting play and sitting back and doing nothing, it's fine. But if I have to like pa- like pausing works obviously, but like anytime you have to rewind or fast forward, it's just awful. <coughs> which is why I bundled it with my Hulu, so I only have to watch the Max exclusive things in that app. But yeah, go watch WandaVision <laughs> if you have WandaVision. it. It's real good. Um, yes, it's hard to wait. For your episodes, but it's okay. On the upside, if if you haven't watched it yet, you can binge through most of the season. Yeah. That's all thing. I've just seen. Yeah. I've just heard of people complaining about the fact that they have to like wait between episodes instead of being able to binge the whole thing, and it's like, actually, it's kind of nice. 
Right? Because, because I, I like not with, having to binge. When it comes to binging things, um, by the time you get round to the end of whatever season, whatever show, like I find that I start to go like a little emotionally numb. I start to go a little numb just because like mm-hmm. I've just been like in this world for however many episodes, however many days I've been watching this. And it's just like kind well, of really nice to be able to um, watch an episode and then think about that episode for like a <laughs> week. Yeah, take well, time to digest and, it. And here's, yeah. here's the thing is that I always feel like like on certain series when they come out on Netflix, I feel like I have to watch them all right away because I can't go on Facebook without spoilers. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. with a show that's weekly, like, yeah, I, I still like stay off of the Internet social media a bit until I get a chance to watch it that day. But like mm-hmm. that's an hour of my time at most a half hour and you know in some cases yeah like officially with wandavision's early episodes it just especially works with wandavision because like like eric and i will spend all week like talking to each other about oh like what we think happened what's going on and like what we think will happen and oh i found out this and oh did you find out that like we're researching about like different stuff and like learning things and like getting hype for the next episode and calling the big reveal weeks before it happened and then being vindicated Um, yeah and i love the uh i love the building sense of dread yeah i love the fact that it starts out like a goofy comedy but there's that that sense of dread kind of in the background that just keeps building and building so good oh yeah so good it's, and oh, yeah. okay, so and like so and yeah, I know the credits are really long, um, but a lot of people make the show, and that's fine. People get over it, but I've been watching till the end of the credits every time. On the off chance there was a post-credit scene every mm-hmm. week, I've been going like okay, and I wait for it to try to make me go watch Age of Ultron, and then I, I don't stop <laughs> until then. Gosh, this isn't week, that this, like a funny? Th- this last week, I was like, no, I'll just stop, and then I was like, wait, no. The completionist of my brain says I have to watch till the end of the credits. <laughs> and so I I stopped myself from like exiting the thing and then lo and behold, there finally was a post credit scene. All Ooh, I saying, may have missed that. I'll have to go back. Oh yeah, you didn't uh, see? No, it's, I think I exited out right away. Yeah, no, the it's, credits started. It's, yeah, okay. It's, it's before the super long credits, but after like the whole fancy sequence with the pixels and all that stuff. There's a it's oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a twenty okay. second scene, but you need to watch it before next okay, week's episode. I will. I will. Now that I know, um probably tomorrow because Eric works till real Here. late today. But Here, yeah. I'll, I'll, you can we'll tell a lot it. of people didn't watch past the credits because uh and this isn't a huge spoiler, but Many p- people on the internet were like, where is X character? He didn't show up all episode. Uh, 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 oh, you... so it explains that. I well, know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. So, yeah. It's, okay. And like, but seeing this, I'm like, you didn't watch past the credits. You didn't watch past the credits. You <laughs> nope. didn't watch past the credits. Oh, I. it's it's just, it's okay. hype. It's but good. After, this, after we're done recording this, like, then we can discuss. Yeah. We can discuss spoilery things. All right. But for now. But now it's time for a challenge. Bonk my microphone. The challenge. A the vomit challenge. hat Steve challenge. 
Challenge. You know, I just I need to point out that Vomit Hat Steve is a real guy, and it all just yeah. started because we. So we don't have anything in our mailbag this month, but when we do have something in the mailbag, we read it before we do the Vomit Hat Steve Challenge. And you can write in stuff by going to uh, nerdtech.com slash contact and use the contact form. And we, we read feedback article letters sometimes here. Um, but I was joking that um, my friend Steve, who was, had the nickname in college of Vomit Hat Steve due to his colorful hats. Um, that's literally the only reason he has that nickname. Um, yep. And you can see his photo on the Hall of Awesome page. Uh, I, I just joked because I knew he was listening to the show at the time that he needed to write in something and that I was going to start making up letters. And I, I think I made up one or two. And then I was just like, <laughs> I'm going to start reading part of a book. So I, I didn't have to invent something. And so uh, and then with the challenge began like getting people to guess the book. So that's why we do the Vomit Hat Steve challenge. Because it's just a fun thing. Now and that's, and that's why it has that particular weird-ass name. All right, so the Vomit Hat Steve <laughs> Challenge is where I read part of a book every month and the challenge to you, the listeners, to guess what book it is. If you guess correctly by writing in on our contact form at nerdintet.com slash contact, we put you in the Hall of Awesome. The benefits of the Hall of Awesome are as follows. One, we put your name on the uh, not-quite-hidden-but-kind-of-buried webpage for the Hall of Awesome. Two, we read your name aloud every episode on the show. Three, again, th- there's there's nothing else. You can't even get a high five because again, it's a it's a pandemic. But we'll think of you in our hearts and in our souls, and that I'm will hopefully that will hopefully be enough for you. I'll wave at you from a respectable distance. Let it be enough. All right. Mm-hmm. So the current members of the Hall of Awesome are as follows. Arkhamai, Zero, Rena Senti, Cheese McDamu, Krista, Slithery D, Shameless Otaku, The Random Ramblings Man, Corfan, Capito, Chris Graham, Lilysaurus, Paper Godzilla, Cavsy, The Minnesota Librarian, Sean Orange, Keith Shizuo, Sakura Sunset, Joel Kreisman, Patrick Delahanty, Wonderland Hearts, and Megzi Sass Council. <sighs> Always got to do it in one breath. And now I'm going to continue reading this book that no one has guessed from. And uh, this is, uh, here's today's line. Line. I think Rebecca's death was the straw that broke David's broad back. If you know what book that's from, go to nerdandtad.com slash contact, write in the form and give us a name for you, and we will add you to the list, to the world, to your mind, man. And if you have, like, uh, any other thing, dude, you want to say to us, man, just, like, go there. Tell us your thoughts, your hopes, your dreams, your spinach souffle recipes. We're, We're all for it. And we want to know what's going inside that uh, bonkers head of yours, dude. Challenge. We didn't even talk about the Mortal Kombat trailer. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. I didn't even see the full one. There's there's a Mortal Kombat trailer. It's very Mortal Kombat-y. There's questions yep. about who's Cole. And I my, my response is, I don't care. Um, there's there's a gory version and a non-gory I've, version. I've only watched the, the red band version, the gory version. Yeah. So yeah, I haven't watched the gory one yet. It, it's a trigger Kombat. warning gore. It's nothing more grotesque than what you see in actual Mortal Kombat games. Okay. Like the recent ones. I understand, but I'm just being respectful to right. No, no, out there. it's I'm that that that's saying it's incredibly gory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so if you're not into it, go find the non-gory one. And you probably won't want to watch. Just go back and watch the classic Mortal Kombat movie with uh, Christoph Lambert as you know Raiden and uh, 
You know, you don't have to watch anyone's arms get ripped off. I mean, Jack. Maybe don't watch robot the arms somehow. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, I do unironically love Conquest. The 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 syndicated like B action show that they made <laughs> live action show. Christiana Loken's in that. Uh, I I unironically love it. It's not good. It's it's the opposite of good. But if you want to tell us your thoughts on Mortal Kombat <laughs> and the Mortal Kombat television series, Mortal Kombat Conquest, or even that web series that none of us watched, um, go to nerdintent.com slash contact, fill up a little form, give us your thoughts, your hopes, your dream, or if you just want to talk about Blue Thunder, that's fine too. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, give us some thoughts on Blue Blue Thunder. That's another movie you could watch on Tubi for free. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Blue Thunder. Better than so conventions this... right now. <laughs> so this has been Nerd and Ty. I have been <laughs> one of your hosts, Gen Proc. I'm Trey Dorn. And someday I might be worthy of being Nick Izumi. But in case he's not, remember... Ask your doctor before trying to become Nikazumi. Oh. Side effects may include large anime collections, Gundam models strewn about, Transformers in places you didn't want them, answers to questions you had never hoped to have dreamt to known about, existential crises on a weekly and daily basis regarding the movie Venus Wars. <laughs> I. That's a little... I mean, it's a good movie. I don't know if it's that good. <laughs> I really like Yoshikazu Yasuhiko, is, you guys. Is that awful Scanty's line in the current translation? Ah, you know, I haven't watched the new Blu-ray yet, so we're going to have to... I'll have some I thoughts. I hate that line so much. <laughs> it's so... It's. I mean, look, the movie was formative for me as an anime fan growing up. And I deeply love it, but that line, sh dear lord. I just really like Yoshikazu Yasuhiko. Like, and also, she should have known the goddamn safety was on. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to learn more, stay tuned for the uh, Nikazumi <laughs> video. They, yeah, you know, they, we're they now. I'm emotionally. Uh, I'm. I'm I'm emotionally invested and also have a big enough fan base in our discord that are going to force me to talk. About yeah. The yeah. <laughs> I, I created something out of whole cloth and a dumb joke. All right. So remember, yeah. the Nerd and Tie network and the Nikazumi show is just another great thing you can find on the nerd and tie network at nerdandtie.com. And like we, we have a whole page linking to, which has all the videos on it. It's magical. Oh, no. and it's, and you can subscribe to the Nikazumi Show on YouTube. And remember, you can show, support the show uh, financially. Uh, Nick's got a Patreon at patreon.com slash Nikazumi. I've got a Patreon at patreon.com slash T-R-E-G-O-R-N. Gen makes and sells stuff at Ocelot yes. Dude Designs. And it you get cool stuff when you, you put money towards that. The, the, screw Nick and me. Go give money to Gen. Anyways, um, you can follow this show 
on social media. We're on Twitter at Nerd and Tie at Tumblr at nerdandtie.tumblr.com. On Facebook, the whole network's at facebook.com slash nerdandtie. And, you know, rate and review us on iTunes, on Google Play, because that's how more people, like, see the show algorithmically. So go write us a bunch of nice reviews if you feel up to it. And join our Discord and talk to us normally at nerdandtie.com slash Discord. Nick, say your catchphrase. As always, keep on spocking in the free world. Neat.